the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. He had it all along. He didn't get it, right? Right. So it was like, right. you know, I, I I, deserve this, right? And I think for people that raised in the church, good kids like yourself. You know, I've right. I've met many of them through the years. Sure. People, people that I wished I had their story, right? right? Because with right. all of the transforming stuff that takes place in a life of a prodigal, there's consequences and there's pain with those things, right? Right, right. But, so I look back, but I've seen people and I go, man, you know, um, you can easily not not you, but it's easy to look down on people because you're going. I, yeah, I deserve it. I've been the good kid, you yeah, know, and yeah. and that was Israel, right? Yeah, you know, we, we're the we're the we're the elect, we're the special ones, you know, and you just need to keep blessing us. And yeah. God's going, I did, you know, I I dug, I I provided you with wells you didn't dig, yeah, you know, land oh, you didn't buy. I mean, I've been blessing you, <laughs> fruit and, you didn't and, grow. It's yeah, all here. Yeah, yeah. And, and what are you doing? You're you're over here murmuring and complaining, and you know when things aren't going well. And I think I think about in, in Philippians, you were reading Philippians earlier, where Paul says, "Do all things without grumbling and." complaining right? right it's like no 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 you you need to be thankful you it's easy to forget how good god has been to us you know right i'm always um i always think of the children of israel when they come out of egypt yeah and they're in the wilderness and god's raining manna down on them every day yeah and they start grumbling wish we could go back to egypt mm. you just brought us out here to die yeah you got manna raining down on you every day yeah and you're not thankful. Right. You know, and, and what happens is I love to get into the Old Testament stories and be hard on those guys. Yeah. And just go, look, you bunch of <laughs> right. dummies. You could, right. you, you were slaves. And now God has freed you. He's feeding you every day. And what are you complaining about? There's no meat here. Right. Instead right. of being thankful for what you have, you're always looking at it. And it's, I think it's human nature. Yeah. I is. really do. And, but to the believer, that transforming power of salvation is supposed to change you. Yeah. Yeah. And so this is always a mark for me of watching um, people's lives sometimes. You just watch them and go, are you grateful for anything? Yeah. And um, I don't want to talk negatively about that, but it's, it is a, an area of our lives that we have to be very careful with, I believe. Yeah. You know, just to always be thankful because it says we're supposed to always give thanks. I, I, I don't know if we've got enough time in this segment, but I, I no. Re- no, no, <laughs> no, no. <laughs> we'll, we can come back to <laughs> we'll it, though. To, uh, yeah. I, yeah. I, I, okay. Sure. So yeah, we'll, on the other side of this, we'll have Ted uh, start us off here with a passage. All so. right. Good enough. It is Lifeline, and we do need to take a time out, check some traffic. Off to the KFAX Traffic Center. Another look at your... And now, back to Lifeline. And we're back. Lifeline, the Truth For Today edition. Your guest host tonight, Larry Howard, along with Ted Montoya. Just talking about Thanksgiving and uh, getting our segments a little out of whack, aren't we, Larry? We were just talking when that last segment ended. Sometimes these segments aren't in the right place on this radio. I just got to let you guys know. When you're talkers like me and Ted, there is no break. There's no commercial <laughs> break in here. So, And, and our minds get going. And Ted was going to read something. Uh, we, were, we were just kind of talking about, um, just briefly, just in case you just joined back in. But we were just talking about how we can not give thanks and kind of yeah. feel like we deserve things. And Ted had a passage he was going to read, and then we kind of ran out of time. So, Ted,
Well, go. Okay. Well, I, I want to kind of turn that, turn the ship a little sure. bit. In Psalms 100, and this is a passage that I often use at Thanksgiving, right? Whether it's sharing it around the, the dinner table or at church on Sunday. Um, but Psalms 100, David says, shout with joy. Here's that word joy again, right? Mm-hmm. It's hard to have joy if, if you're uh, not thankful, right? right thankful right. hearts are joyful hearts. Shout to the Lord. Shout, excuse me. Shout with joy to the Lord, all the earth. Worship the Lord with gladness. Mm. Come before him singing with joy. It seems like there's there's a theme here, Larry, from the very first scripture you read about this singing. You know, when you're singing, you express your gratitude in song, yeah, right? Yeah. Acknowledge the uh, acknowledge that the Lord is God. He made us and we are his. We are his people, the sheep of his pasture. Now, here's this, you know, we all know this verse. Mm-hmm. Enter his gates with thanksgiving. Go into his courts with praise. Give thanks to him and praise his name. Listen to this. For the Lord is good. Amen. He's good. Un- Amen. Uh, unfailing love continues. I get goosebumps. When I- unfailing love continues forever, and his faithfulness continues uh, to each generation. You know, David's saying, you know, he's picturing the temple, right? Yeah. He says, when I get, when I go down to the temple, right? Once, somewhere in the Psalms, I can't remember where, but he says, you know, I was glad when they said unto me, let, let us, us go, go into the house, house of the Lord. Of the yeah. Lord. And here he's going, well, when I go down to the church house, or if you will, in his context, when I go to the temple, temple. I enter his courts. I'm coming through the doors with thanksgiving, right? There, there's joy in my heart. I've got to, I got to thank him. I've got to praise him. Why? I'm starting to preach now, I know, but it's because okay. he's good. He's good. He's, it's, I'm not giving thanks because I'm just having to go through the mechanics of it. Uh, you know, I have to do this because that makes me spiritual. No, God has been good to me. Amen. He's been good to you. Amen. And, and those of you out there, you know, how, how many things have has God blessed you with? How many ways has he shown you his mercy, his grace, his kindness, his goodness? You know, we were talking earlier about, you know, just our wives and how 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 blessed we are and how grateful we are that God gave us faithful women, kind women. You know, when you asked about, have you ever, you know, taken time to think about the gift you're going to give somebody and you, you know, you worked hard for it. And, and, and honestly, it kind of, I kind of got quiet. I'm like, <laughs> man, I wished I was better at this. Yeah. I, but, but immediately what I thought about is my wife. Right. Everything that she, every gift she gives, it's like she had been listening months before. Right, she's been you know at Christmas time. It's not like she came up with the idea like me. I go down to you know Walmart. That, you <laughs> what know, can I buy? This? An hour before Christmas Eve, right? Um, no, no, she's been thinking about this for months. That's Lynn, right? Man. It, yeah, and, and I think that um, you know, but this idea of I come to the house of the Lord with a to enter this place with a grateful heart, and because my heart is grateful, I will praise Him. I will sing to Him. And, and you know that's why you know at, at the church I I pastor sometimes I I feel bad sometimes I can I don't want to beat up the church but sometimes I get no, frustrated like right. come on let's worship man he's worthy yeah I, he I, is you know and you and I understand we all go through trials trust me I've had my share I you know yeah. we're all going through stuff Absolutely. right Absolutely. but that stuff pales in comparison I want to give thanks until. I'm out of here, right? As Job said, you know, though he slay me, I'm going to trust him. Yep. I'm going to praise yep. him, right? And, and I think that that is, that is, you know, that's Paul, right? You, here you go. I, in fact, Larry, this is kind of funny, but this is, I don't know, funny is maybe not the right word, but I, this just came to my mind. 
when I was here at the church and you were in the choir and you'd be up there singing, you know, and there was one song and you know the name of it, but you'd sing about, you know, Paul and Silas, you know, they sang their way out yeah. of the prison, right? Yeah. And, and whenever I hear that song, I think of Larry Howard, right? But that's true. Those men were going through great. Yep. I mean, they're being stoned, right? They're being. I mean, they're. I can picture these guys all bloodied and bruised, and their hairs matted. They've been. They've been. They've been persecuted for their faith. And you'd think, well, man, they come on. Where are you at, God? You know, I've been faithful to you. I've been preaching for you, and this is how I end up. Right? No. Right. No. It's like, hey, man. I don't know. I mean. I, one day I want to, I want to see those guys. You know, yeah. like, dude, you you laid it down. You laid down some tracks for Christ. That's it. In the middle of suffering, yeah. right? And so I think you know, as I've gotten older, um, I there's sometimes life is hard, and and you know, some people go, yeah, it's hard. So I don't really have anything to be thankful for, and I'm not. Oh, no, no, goodness, are you no, kidding no. me? You know, and so I think that when I think of that passage, Psalms 100, you know, David had been chased around by Saul. Sure, He'd been through some problems. Well, his own son was going, trying to kill him too yeah, at some point. There you go. I mean, yeah, he's got plenty of family dysfunction going on. Oh, absolutely, right? And yet here he is praising the Lord. Praising him. And he says, I've got to do this. You know, I, I'll end with this, and then I, I better shut up, right? <laughs> I read some somewhere years and years ago. I told you he's like the Howards. I told you. <laughs> I read something years ago. It was in a youth worker journal or something. And, and, and so I don't know who the author was. I can't remember. But the idea was this. The foundation, it was an article about worship and youth ministry and whatever. The foundation for worship is gratitude. Yep. Right? And that's mm-hmm. true. You cannot, I used to challenge teenagers as a youth pastor, you cannot worship a God that you're not grateful for, right? And and by definition, a lot of times teens aren't developed to that place, especially in right. early, you know, they're not developed to that place where they really understand gratitude. Right. And so right. their singing is just that, singing. But when you see a teenager or an adult, for that matter, have a transformation, they actually get it. The The Spirit illumines their mind to their salvation all of a sudden it moves from singing mechanically to a grateful heart that sings and i think for 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 those of us who know the lord thanksgiving is is really the platform from which worship and praise absolutely absolutely i I think that you can't worship someone you're not thankful for that's right you just can't it's not i i couldn't i couldn't pay my wife a compliment as a gift from the lord if i wasn't thankful for her Mm-hmm. You know, it just doesn't make sense. If we if we don't get along and I don't like her, I'm not going to be thankful for her. Yeah. You know, right. it doesn't make sense. I, yeah. So um, so I, I think that another another deal that I wanted to talk about just real quick, and, and man, you kind of set it up, Ted, without even knowing it, but I was just thinking about, you know, it's it's our responsibility as uh, as men. Um, and here's the, here's the thing. If you're listening to the radio right now, and you've never had an encounter with the Lord like Ted talked about in his testimony earlier, or one that I had when I was such a young kid. If you've never had that encounter, I, I really don't expect you to be thankful. Hmm. I, I don't. I think that um, in the scenario, I don't think you have an understanding enough of who God is or what he's done for you. You don't appreciate that he gives you breath to breathe. You just think everybody has that. Yeah. And that's uh, it's hmm. a true gift of God to give you that. It's his grace on the whole world to allow us to have air to breathe. Yeah. Um, now, there's specific grace, and then there's that broader uh, broader grace. But I think that um, I was looking at this passage, and we might have to talk about this on the other side because we're running out of time, but I was just thinking about, so we're supposed to thank the Lord according to everything I see. But I was doing a comparison. I was thinking, look, the angels are thanking him. Yeah. 
they get to see him. And this is Revelation 4, where it's this wonderful scene. And the four living creatures, each one of them having six wings, are full of eyes around and within. Day and night, they do not cease to say, Holy, holy, holy is the Lord God, the Almighty, who was and who is and who is to come. And when the living creatures give glory and honor and thanks to him who sits on the throne, to him who lives forever and ever, the 24 elders will fall down before him who sit on the throne and will worship him whose lives forever and ever will will and will cast their crowns before the throne saying, worthy are you, our Lord and our God, to receive glory and honor and power for you created all things mm. and because of your will they existed and were created that is that is profound i mean just think of this what what are angels thanking god for right i've not really thought about that but what is what what's going on inside of their their conscious minds you know perhaps perhaps they're looking at the the church and thanking god for the salvation that came from Christ, I, I'm not or sure. Or maybe, maybe, they, maybe they're just doing it for their own existence. Yeah, it could be that. You know? it could be that. They go, "This is cool." Can you I'm imagine? An this is pretty sweet. Hey, can right? you imagine Thank being you. in His presence and not giving Him thanks? Yeah, no, I can't. So, well, all right, we're, we're going to move away, and we'll come right back. We probably will jump back into this again because I want to talk a little bit more about the the higher supposed higher beings mm-hmm. having that same attitude of thanks. Yeah. Okay, good enough. All right, time out. Off to the KFX Traffic Center. Another look at your commute. And now, back to Lifeline. And welcome back. It is Lifeline, the Truth For Today edition of Lifeline with Pastor Phil Howard, who is taking a brief time out because of a recent uh, throat surgery. So it's hard for a guy like him to talk, but not so hard for his nephew, Larry Howard, who is our guest host tonight, along with Ted Montoya. Larry? All right, so right before we went on that that last break, we were talking about that passage out of uh, Revelation four, where the angels are giving thanks, and we were kind of we were talking about what were they giving thanks for, and we were we continued to talk through the break a little bit about that, and um, it's just incredible. We're thinking, Ted, you brought it. Why don't you say the thing you said about the other angels when they saw that they had fallen? And yeah, they, I'm thinking perhaps yeah. they, you know, they of course they were there in eternity past when when the, you know Satan and all these angels fell, right, and so they they you know for who knows how long have been in the presence of God and going, thank God we're on the right side of truth. We're on the right side of Christ. Of course, they're in the throne room, right? The lamb is there. The father's there. And and at least many conservative theologians believe the 24 elders represent the church, right? Right, right. And so perhaps they're looking at the church. Perhaps they're looking at people like us and saying, thank God that you saved your, your creation, right? I mean, we're a redeemer. We're, we're just a redeemer. We're the we're the image. You know, we bear the image of God, right? right? Created in His image, and and to be there, you yeah. know, that yeah, just to be there is enough to be thankful for, right? To be yeah. in His presence. I mean, just I mean, you got to. And I would think that would be in. They know He created them. They know He sustains them. They they have a knowledge of Him that we're still developing. And yeah. and you know, for us, we read in the Word, and it's in some ways it's as good as being there, yeah. but it's not being there. You know, so when you when you think about it, like one day, Ted, one day, we're going to stand before him. We're going to actually get to see him. Yeah, that's and what's the song sing that we that the song we sing says, and that will be glory to me to be in his presence like that. 
There'll be a, it's glorifying him. Everything we do is supposed to glorify him, but it'll be glory unto us when we get to see him. Yeah. And so there's another passage I had in uh, Revelation again where the angels, and so I want to read this. After uh, I looked and behold a great multitude, which no one, this is chapter seven, which no one could count from every nation and all tribes and peoples and tongues standing before the throne before the lamb clothed in white robes and palm branches were in their hands. And they cry out with a loud voice saying, salvation to our God who sits on the throne and to the lamb. And all the angels were standing around the throne and around the elders and the four living creatures. And they fell on their faces before the throne and worshiped God saying, amen, blessing and glory and wisdom and thanksgiving and honor and power and might be to our God forever and ever. Amen. Mm. Do you think there's going to be some thanking him when we get to him? That's amazing. That, yeah. <laughs> I that, mean, that, that Thanksgiving is, is an eternal thing, oh. right? For a, a million years, we're going to be grateful. We're going to be expressing that, our gratitude. Yeah. The, I mean, he's the reason we're there. That's it. That's it. Right? Yeah, how could you not have gratitude when you're in his presence? You'll have to have it. But, I mean, just the, the fact that all of those, the elders, the four living creatures, and the angels fall on their faces. Yeah, and, and blessing and glory and wisdom and thanksgiving and thanksgiving's present again. Yeah, you know, and I'm like, uh, if the angels thanked him, yeah, aren't we supposed to thank him? Yeah. Now, one better than that would be, and I don't have specific passage right now in my head right now. I think one better. I, I think you'll agree, is that Jesus Himself, when He walked on the face of this earth, um, was Ted. Was Jesus, when he was in the form of man, was he still God? Absolutely. He was still God. Absolutely. Yeah. No doubt about it. And did he not thank God for the food? Yeah. <laughs> he thanked God. He just constantly was thanking God. Yeah. yeah. And I, so if Christ himself is thanking the Father, and we're supposed to be like Christ, don't we kind of deserve to give him thanks? The passage you're talking about is when he feeds the 5,000. Right. right. And who he just breaks the bread? Many people are there, right? <laughs> Good but night. it says that he looks up. To, he looks up to the heavens and thanks his father. And and just to even think about that for me is to go. That is a mind blowing thought that Jesus. I mean, could if to have been there and to your Peter, your James, your John, you're sitting there and all of a sudden you see Jesus, and he looks up. His eyes aren't closed. He's not doing the typical, you know, Protestant. Catholic prayer thing, you know. I mean, his eyes are wide open. He's looking towards the Father to the to the heavens because he knows, of course, the Father's in the heavens. Sure. And he says, "I give thanks." You know, I want to thank you. How about this, Father? I want to thank you, Father. That 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 that. Like you know, he's coming from that human place, yeah. right? Yeah. I thank you, Father, right for this food. And then maybe this is this is conjecture here, but yeah. That's all right. We like to do that. Yeah. Well, well hey, well, just perhaps, <laughs> yeah. perhaps that the miracle comes out of the gratitude. Because after Thanksgiving, the food is multiplying. Yeah, yeah. I, I, just conjecture. But, you know, I, I'm certain that if Jesus just got up there and said, you know, I, is this the best you could do, fellas? You only got me a few pieces of fish and a few right. pieces of bread. Right. I'm not really thrilled with, with this. I wonder if, you know, of course, I don't think the Father would have moved. He's no. he, the, Jesus in his humanity, because he's in his humanity here, yeah. right? He's grateful. There's food here because he sent these disciples right. to get some food for these, right. for these folks, yeah. right? 
And, 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 and all they came up with was this, but at least they went and did their job they, still, right? That's the best they could that's do. the best they could I do. Think, I think that's all he calls any of us to is just do your best. Yeah. And when, when we do our best, it's sufficient. And, and then God starts to bless. Right. And, and, you know, but even before that, you know, before they were eaten, he's given thanks. Right. 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 And, and so, I don't know. That and and, and um, I, I think, too, that, yeah, and that is that Matthew 14 where the feeding of the 5,000, he looks up into heaven, gives thanks, and then the Lord multiplies. And I think even when we look back at the at the passage that we shared in Philemon there, I mean, excuse me, in Philippians, where we talked about being anxious for nothing, but through prayer with supplication with thanksgiving, yeah. and then the peace. You if you go. don't do the the thanksgiving and you don't get the peace. Yeah. It's, That's right. it, it's, it's additive. That's right. And then you get a sum at the end. So I think what, and look, what is, and I, you know, I, you know, everybody knows I can talk about prayer like incessantly, right? Yeah. But think about that. Um, part of prayer is asking, but you're not done praying till you give thanks. Yeah. It's kind of that thing. So like you come to me and ask me, but you're not willing to thank me. Mm-hmm. You're not acknowledging who I really am with you. You're not giving me any worship in it. How about how about this? Maybe that um, maybe the Thanksgiving is the faith part, right? I'm asking for A, B, and C, but now I'm going to thank you for how you're going to respond to this request. Correct. So I'm thanking you ahead of time for what you're going to do. I, I'm o- I always marvel at that that where Jesus talks about you know. Um, the Father knows what you need before you ask Him. Right, right. right. But you've got to ask anyway. But, but He wants you to ask, right? <laughs> exactly. But but that Thanksgiving side of that is to say, I, Father, I want to thank you for how you're gonna how you're gonna work in this. You know? Yeah. Can I just say thank you for even letting me ask? There you go. Right. There you go. Or I think sometimes too, in that particular passage, I've looked at it multiple times. Um, I think I preached this passage uh, the day that my um, dad went into surgery, and I never saw him again after that. I preached the passage that morning Hmm. about being anxious for nothing. Be careful what you preach. Sometimes you may need that sermon that day yourself. And I did. And 11 days later, and you you spoke at my dad's funeral. I always thank you for that. But, you know, I look at these things and I think, wow, so there's a formula. There's a formula in this passage. And it's, but I think sometimes that Thanksgiving is thank you for the circumstance. Because guess what? I have history with you. And Ted, you have history. You've been at Valley long enough to know this church has a history with God doing things that were miraculous. Miraculous things in the life of this church, in your own personal life. So when I go to him with, I'm a little bit anxious about this circumstance. But I know that if I come and ask you to take care of it, and I give you thanks, even in the circumstance. Because what is it? what do those circumstances do for our daily walk? They give us endurance. They give us strength. They give what is that? James or First Peter? I think it is James, where he talks about that you get endurance when you yeah. go through trials and ask for wisdom during the trial. And, and how, how about this? Um, the Apostle Paul, as you're talking, it makes me think of when Paul's speaking to the church of Thessalonica. He says, you know, and we know these things. You know, um, uh, pray without ceasing. Right? Yeah. Okay, that's that's a heavy call. Right? <laughs> yeah. let's, let's keep praying. But then he doesn't end there. He says, and give thanks always. Right, so that's that in all circumstances. In all circumstances, thanks, right? Yeah. So, I think I th- really think that Thanksgiving is. Oh, well, we know this to be true. Thanksgiving isn't you know November twenty fourth. You know every year on the second of last Thursday of the, right. of the of the month in November. Thanksgiving is the call and the and the privilege really of every believer every day to go. I'm going to give thanks because God is good. 
I'm going to enter his. Does it not mean I'm not going to acknowledge my pain? Of course I'm going to. Of course yeah. we are. We got, we're going to yeah. say, hey, I'm hurting, Lord. Right. But you're still good. I'm still trusting you. You've mm. been faithful to me. Yeah. Amen. Know? Amen. We've got to pay some bills here. <laughs> yeah, we do. All right. I know. Hard to stop when you're on a roll. We need to do uh, a quick timeout, and we'll do just that. Off to the KFX Traffic Center, another look at your community. And now, back to Lifeline. And we are back. It's Lifeline, the Truth For Today edition with your guest host, Larry Howard, and his guest, Ted Montoya, who, uh, as we left just before the break, was doing a little preaching. Man. Right, Larry? All right, so we just we just were coming off of Ted doing a sermonette there right toward the end of that last segment. So, uh, But that's, uh, man, I love it. I love being with men that are passionate about the Word of God and the truth of it. And um, I love that uh, I can give thanks to God in all things, uh, in, in everything in my life. Um, you know, I've lost both my parents to different illnesses. I can give thanks in that even. You know, there's there's ways that you can always find God in the midst of it and be thankful for what he's doing. But I was going to ask you, um, I have a little story of a Thanksgiving that I had. Um, and then I, I'll give you an opportunity maybe to share a special Thanksgiving moment you may have had. This was one in my life that was, um, it was years ago. My son, Adam, who's now 38, I believe he is now, um, was about maybe five. And we're at um, a family getting get together with Phil and my aunts and uncles, my dad, my you know my whole family, and we're sitting around uh, a table that we're about to partake of. Which there was more; it was a sin that we were going to eat all that food. Almost, you know, there was just so much food there; it was ridiculous. And um, my it was at Dave and France, my uncle David's house, and um, so uh, Dave was going to have a couple of his siblings uh, pray over the Thanksgiving meal. One of those being Hazel Howard, which you know Hazel. He worked with her, and um, she was going to pray. And so right when he said, why don't we pray over this food, and he introduced it that way, Adam, who's like I said, about five, maybe six, says, can I pray? And uh, David said, well, well, yeah, why don't you pray first? So Adam went into this prayer. It was a very brief prayer, and he said uh, this. I'll never forget it. It was one of my most favorite Thanksgiving memories. And um, he said, God, we just want to thank you for all this food that we have on this table. Because there are people out there who are living under freeways and are going to sleep in a cardboard box tonight. Mm -hmm. And they don't have this kind of food. So we just want to say thank you. And then would you give them some food? Mm. And now, okay, so he gets done. I'm filming this. I have this on film. And I'm like, okay, Hazel, your turn. Go for it. <laughs> and, and Hazel was an absolute mess, crying, and she couldn't already talk. Yeah. Because the simpleness of a child that could say, thank you for something as simple as food. And food is simple when you have a lot of it. Yeah, right. It's not as simple when you don't have it. But it was just one of my most – It's when you say Thanksgiving, I think of that one moment sometimes. I'm like, yeah. that was incredible. Out of the mouths – of a child, you yeah. know. So I don't know what if you have. I'm not saying top it. I'm just saying I don't know if you have oh, a special no, well, meaning. I, you, I, I wouldn't even try to top it. I, yeah. I guess because I know your son. Yeah. I got to minister to your son. Um, Thirty. How old is Adam now? He's Thirty-eight. Thirty-eight years yeah. old. Uh, he's still that special. You know, to me, he'll probably always be a kid, but he's not. No. Yeah. But you know, uh, uh, Adam's called me in over the past couple of years, and. Uh, 
for no reason. Just hey, I just want to. You know, I was thinking of you. Thinking of you. Yeah, and I think that that that's the heart. That 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 he hasn't lost that heart. Right. You know, right. and and of course that that means that you you know you guys invested, you modeled, you know, and um, and uh, it's it's worked. So you that know, I, so that leads me to something. Go ahead and tell your story, but I want to I want to make sure we come back to the importance of teaching others how to be yeah. people. Okay. Go ahead. Before we get there, I, you know, I, I'm looking at Philippians here. This is this kind of mimics one of the passages that you had read earlier. But Paul's writing to this church, and of course, those those of us who know Philippians know that it's the book of encouragement, right? right? Paul just loves this church. They're, they're doing the will of God. They're partnering with him in ministry. And he starts his letter by saying, every time I think of you, mm-hmm. every time I think of you, um, I get depressed. No. no. Every time I think of you, um, I give thanks to my God. Whenever I pray, I make requests for all of you with joy. Right? And I think about, you know, all of the people, you know, that were a part of this church in Philippi that Paul, because Paul wasn't thankful for the building. It's, 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 the, it's the, the people. The body it's, of Christ. The body yeah. of Christ. And he said, when I think of the body, you know, I, I was, I, you know, I was here at this church at Valley Bible. Helped, I, you know. I remember crawling through the crawl spaces, pulling <laughs> yeah. wire and hanging, being on those scissor lifts and doing all of that stuff. You hanging know, sheetrock. Yeah, all that kind of stuff. And I'm not, when I drive by, and I'm not on this side of the freeway, at the side of the bridge right. as often, but when I drive by it, I look at the building. I, I'm grateful that I was a part of the ministry. I don't ever think of the building. Right. As beautiful right. as it is and as wonderful as it is, the building it's to the me, people. Valley Bible, is a congregation of people. Sure. You know, you talk about your dad, right? I got the privilege of going to Israel with your dad. Sure. Right? I have, I have the brochure that was given out at your dad's memorial service, right? On the front, I can still picture... Paul, his picture right there, and every time I have it in a specific place where I keep a lot of my stuff, and every time I open a drawer, I'll see his face, right? And I, th- I'm thankful. I knew Paul differently than a lot of people, right? Sure. And to be able to spend a few nights with him in Israel in a hotel room talking about things that that men talk about, right? <laughs> and having a good time with him, sure. you know. Uh, but it's it's it's. I mean, literally, we could we could be here for hours talking about all the people. In my life, of course, from my family, my mom, my dad, my brothers, my sisters, um, my kids, my grandkids, and then on top of immediate family, all of these people in Christ that have blessed me. I'm That's looking. Right. I'm looking at you, and I'm looking right. at Chuck, the radio producer here, with a big smile on his face. <laughs> yeah. I've known him for years, right. and, and he is dear to my heart. And, and his wife, they they were they were precious, felt, precious people. I felt their partnership when I was doing ministry. And that's what Paul's saying. You partnered with me. That's right. I knew that you were on my team. You were supporting me. You were cheering me on. And, and you were that way. You blessed yeah. me through the year. And so, you know, I, I think, you know, there's... And, and Ted, can you, can, you, can you open that back up and read verse 6? Yeah, let me see if I can find it here. Hopefully we're, we're right there. If, uh, yes. Oh, I already know. I think I know that one by heart. I think you and, I, do. and I am confident of this of this very thing that he who began a good work in you will complete it. Right? He, he will complete it. And yes, he he. I'm you know I, he's still working on me. He's chiseling a lot. There's a lot to chisel off this old sure, boy. Sure. Know? And but I'm grateful that he hasn't he hasn't quit. 
in in any of our lives, you know, we're being conformed to the image of Christ. And and I really mean it. I'm not being. It's not false humility. There, I, there's a long way to go with me. You know me. Right? There's this, there's a lot of chiseling. Right. Yeah. But he wants to get us to look like. In fact, I told my daughter one just recently. I told her. I said, you know, Samantha, when you look in the mirror. If you see yourself looking back at you, you haven't accomplished. You're, you're you're not where you need to be. When you look in the mirror, you need to see Christ looking back at yeah. you. For yeah. that's really the goal is to become like Him, yep. right? And yep. and and because of His goodness to us, His love for us, He is conforming us to the image. So all things, you know, Paul says, all things work together for good to those who love God and called according to His purpose. Even in the middle of our challenges. All of these all things, and a lot of those all things are not necessarily good things from a human perspective, yeah. but they're, they're, they're the things that God is using to transform our lives. And, and I, am, I am really, and, and this, this is hard to say, but it's true, I'm grateful for the trials in my life and in my own family's life because I know God is up to something. Yeah, it's, he's, he's, um, he's molding you at that yeah. point. Yeah. That's what he says. Those yeah. those trials he puts in your life is so you can you can get endurance, mm-hmm. and perseverance takes mm-hmm. place because of trials. Mm-hmm. Easy Street doesn't do anything for anybody except make you fat, dumb, and happy. Yeah, that's right. And I don't know how happy you are. I think you're just <laughs> fat and dumb. Yeah. But um, and I know that's a horrible thing to say on the radio, but I, I already said it, it's out there. <laughs> um, but so I think that in my perspective, I think the importance of teaching um, younger ones than us. Or and and the best way to teach is like you just did with your Mandy. Like, hey, when you look in that mirror, like tell her, tell her what it means to be like Christ. To tell her how to be thankful. Mm-hmm. Um, it's important that you're thankful mm-hmm. to the Lord, of course. It's important in everyday relationships that you're thankful. Mm-hmm. I just I got a card from the Candy Kingdom people. Now I'm executive pastor here at Valley. I get this card, and it's written every. Children's or every kids worker that we have here that works writes in here a thank you to me for my participation in Candy Kingdom, which I basically said, yeah, do that. You know, <laughs> I hate to tell them that now, but the the fact I, I save things like this. Yeah. I don't know if you. I have a oh, yeah. file. Now, what does God do when we thank Him? Yeah. If if they can thank me as an executive pastor and say very kind things to me. How much more should we be doing that toward the Lord, yeah. you know, and then to teach and then do this in front of your kids? Yeah. All right. We're off again. We'll, we'll be back in a minute. <laughs> no, you're not off. Slightly tilted, but you're not off. All right. Quick time out off to the KFAX Traffic Center. Here's another look at your commute. And now back to Lifeline. Well, we are back. It is Lifeline, the Truth For Today edition. It is our final segment this evening. Once again, your guest host tonight, Pastor Larry Howard, and his guest, Ted Montoya. I'm going to do something. I don't mean to embarrass anybody or anything, but one of the things we're going to remind you of, I'm not going to embarrass this, and this isn't the embarrassing part. Truth For Today, 5.30 a.m., Monday through Friday, on Sundays at 8.30 in the morning. And I promise you, if you go there, and you give it a chance just to hear Pastor Phil speak, you'll be hooked. I believe you'll keep coming back to that. And um, we have podcasts that are available also, so you can binge listen. Uh, I love to do that myself. I love to get into a book and hear one after the other. I like to do that. So if you're that kind of person, we have that available too. All on, uh, And like I said, we'll give you some more information here a little bit later on the website. Another thing I want to mention is that uh, Ted Montoya, I guess we've known each other for over 40 years now, and um, 
I would just encourage you, if you're in the Fairfield area and you are looking for a church, if you're listening to this radio station right now and you're hearing us, um, this is a man that would shepherd you. He'll take good care of you. He's a, a guy that believes in the full, inerrant word of God and the scriptures, and he teaches it that way. And he would come alongside of you if you need help. He's a shepherd. So um, look them up, Boundless Grace there in Fairfield, and um, uh, go to him Tell and tell him, say, hey, I was listening to the radio and heard you guys and... Uh, I was impressed by you because um, I think that if you've heard anything today, you'd be impressed with the heart of the man, if nothing else. So I love you, Ted. I appreciate you, that you're here. That's kind and, of you. Um, Thank yeah, you. Yeah. And so I, I hate that you're uh, that you moved away from Valley because I don't get to see you as much, but you did. And so God's using you in another way there and or not in another way, the same way, but in another location. Yeah, sure. And so um, and, and I, I miss Denise and your girls and the whole thing. And so I'm going to wish you a Merry Christmas right now. So I don't forget to do that. <laughs> so we'll wish you a Merry Christmas. And since I'm talking about Christmas. Um, let me segue right into that. Here at Valley Bible Church in Hercules uh, at 1477 Willow Avenue, we are putting on during the month of December, starting, I believe, on December 7th um, from 6 o'clock in the evening to 9 o'clock. We have a drive through Christmas in Hercules presentation that we do, and that will walk you through the story of how Christ was born. Cool. And um, if you want to join that, come by and see it. Uh, we will have some actual live nights where um, Ted, you'll laugh at this. You you did some live uh, live things back way way back for my dad. You did some yeah. live oh, nativity yeah. scenes, and we're, we're going to have a few of those on. Uh, I think that starts on the 18th of December Very cool. through the 23rd. And so, if you want to know about Christ and uh, the birth of Christ, if you've never really heard that fully, man, drive through there, or if you've heard it, just drive through. No, no. That, Let us know. That is really cool, Larry. Yeah. I mean, when I was a kid, there was something up in the El Cerrito Hills that was the nativity scene. I mean, it yeah. was there for probably 30, 40 years. Yeah. And, and as a child, I look back on that. Was, those were special drives, you know. Yeah. Through, and so I will bring my family, my grandsons. I'm going to drive them by. You know, I, I can remember, yeah, your your dad had me in a turban and all that kind of thing. Okay, <laughs> no, Ted, listen uh, to this. Listen <laughs> to this. When you, when you leave here today. Drive down on Highway Forsyth. Sorry. Okay. Do that and check it out. There's a scene from, remember the Bethlehem that yeah, we spoke? Yeah, yeah, There's still a scene of that that we're using for the Christmas interview. Very cool. So I'm, I will You'll, do you'll that. enjoy that. I, I will Sorry, there's that. a little nostalgia there. Sorry, yeah, radio people. Beautiful. But if you miss that, I think you're really going to miss something incredible. I think that's going to be a great thing. Very cool. They're going to have cues where you can hear the narration in your car on your phone and things Very like that. Cool. So good stuff. Just come by and join us on that. And then, um, and don't forget to support Truth for Today. And then our last segment is, I'm going to give Ted just a moment. Um, to um, I didn't really give him a chance to share a Thanksgiving moment, and we just went through Thanksgiving. How, what What do you think? Just give me one okay. Thanksgiving moment. Well, um, I, I want to say it was maybe two years ago. My youngest brother, as I mentioned, I have a large family. I have five brothers, and my youngest brother was was the the last holdout, the holdout. for Christ. You know, <laughs> and of course, my dad's eighty five now. Had been praying for fifty years for my for me and my brothers. And my youngest brother bowed his knee to Jesus. Wow. Uh, a couple of years ago, we had Thanksgiving at my house. And I, I said, you know, I want people to share. And, and the whole thing was waiting to hear what he was going to say. Wow. You know? And to hear him talk about his new faith was just beautiful. And, you know, and so, you know, I, I, that's a story that, that I won't forget. But I am really, I got to say, my heart is full of gratitude for the many, many blessings that, that I've been afforded in my life. Uh, my wife, like, cause I, 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 I just can't. I mean, there are times I'm sure you can. I, sometimes I'll look at her and she doesn't even know that I'm looking at her. And while I'm looking at her, I'm just saying, I, it happened to me this morning. Yeah. I was just, I just, thought, I am so thankful for this lady. Yeah. And, and 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 the children that she she 
gave me and the now the grandchildren that we have i mean just been blessed and then to 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 know that my life has meaning you know that, that and purpose i mean when i came to christ that's the one thing that i if there was one thing i could say changed in me from that night in washington was after that night i knew i'm here for a reason right and, and right. i've been grateful ever since yeah. you know and so yeah thanksgiving is, is a pretty big deal you know yeah. it's a pretty big deal to to my daily life you know and when i'm not there i'm in a bad place yeah and so i i th- i'm thankful for a u.s holiday that makes sure that we don't forget we acknowledge this. it yeah, yeah. Absolutely. yeah i think so too i i think um it's incredible it's kind of a fun deal is i think it's in isaiah and I'm, I'm not i'm sorry i don't know the exact reference but I'm, I'm pretty sure it's in the book of isaiah where he tells the children of israel i created you so that you would glorify me yeah and part of glorifying is giving him thanks and so um when we acknowledge he's well i actually said i chose you i created you and chose you so that you might glorify me and I think that's true for us. He created us and chose us so we might glorify yeah. him. And part of that glorifying is giving him thanks. And um, so I, I love that part. Um, I would, man, I would be a fool not to say I feel the same way about my wife. Yeah. You know, I, I just, um, and I, I think that, um, yeah, there's a there's a lot more of a package there than I ever deserved for yeah. sure. So Thanksgiving is all you can do because you can't earn it. That's right. That's right. That's <laughs> so right. just a lot of Thanksgiving there. There is, man. That is what it's all about. And we are out of time. Thank you so much for spending time with us this evening here on the Truth For Today edition of Lifeline with your guest host, Larry Howard and Ted Montoya. And we trust that as you spent time with us, you come away with a real understanding of just exactly what it is we have to be thankful for. There is so much in Christ. Well, that is going to put a capper on it, as they say. Again, thank you so much for joining us, and uh, thanks for spending time with us in God's Word. And we trust we'll see you next time we get together again and get to do it all over. And Lord willing, please pray for Pastor Phil that his throat would get better. We would love to see him back next time we're on. Until then, God bless. Opinions expressed in the preceding program do not necessarily represent the views of the ownership, staff, or management of KFAX. Copyright Salem Communications, all rights reserved. Music